You're listening to our series called Radiance, a practical study on the seven churches of Revelation. Today's reading comes from James 1, 2 through 12. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all, without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wildflower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Here's Justin Hibbard with today's lesson called The Persecuted Church, Part 1 on the Church of Smyrna. Polycarp was the pastor of the Church of Smyrna. A disciple of the Apostle John, he was reportedly the last person alive who personally knew the original apostles. Around the year 155 AD, Polycarp was told to make an incense sacrifice to the emperor, as was the custom and law in Smyrna. Polycarp refused, saying, Eighty-six years I have served him. How then can I blaspheme my king and savior? Bring forth what thou wilt. According to tradition, Polycarp was sentenced to be burned at the stake. However, when the soldiers lit the flames, the fire did not touch him. Finally, a Roman guard stabbed and killed Polycarp, and because of his fervent faithfulness, he is revered throughout all circles of Christendom. Christian persecution is a central theme of the book of Revelation. While Jesus warned Smyrna about the upcoming persecution, the threat that Rome would impose on the church applied to the entire church around the world. When John wrote that the persecution would last for ten days, he was most likely giving a cryptic message, indicating that their testing would occur for a period of time marked by ten. Scholars agree that the major persecution of the Christian church by the Romans began with Nero and ended with Diocletian about a 250-year persecution over the span of ten emperors. The final portion of this persecution, the Diocletianic persecution, was the most intense, lasting for ten years, 303 to 313 AD. The numbers of those martyred in those final ten years are astounding. 17,000 martyred in one month, 144,000 Egyptian Christians martyred, 700,000 Christians were condemned to deplorable conditions, which later resulted in their deaths. A sobering estimate of 70 million Christians have been martyred since the first century. Yet with all of those staggering numbers, many believe that the 20th century saw more Christian martyrs than all of the previous centuries combined. Why so many casualties among a people that professes finding peace with God? Jesus tells us in John fifteen eighteen through 19 If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. While we are fortunate to worship God freely in our country, there will be times where we may face subtle persecution. We need to be ready for it and stand firm in our faith. 
But while we are fortunate, there are Christians this very minute who are being executed for their faithfulness to Jesus. They are at an important crossroad, defending the faith in hostile areas, preaching the love of Jesus to a hating and hurting world. Take some time to pray for them. Write a note of encouragement to them, and if you're able, generously support them financially. But no matter what type of persecution we will face, we must remember Jesus' words as he introduces himself to Smyrna. I am the first and the last, the one who died and came to life. Whatever opposition we face will not outlast our king and will stand in judgment before him on that last day. Whatever we give of our lives now, whether it's our time, money, energy, or even facing physical harm, we know it's for a better life to come. A line from a Christian rap song called Hypnotize comes to mind. And you can beat me with a bat till I'm dead, black and blue, my soul's intact by the fact this ain't my home, see I'm just passing through. We have hope in another life. That doesn't just begin where this one ends, it begins the moment we believe. And though we face opposition for our faith in Jesus, our citizenship in heaven means we are citizens of him who is the first and last, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. We can therefore be confident of Jesus' words in John 16:33. In this world you will have troubles, but take heart, I have overcome the world. The idea of radiance is simple. We at New Hope Chapel want to be a relevant Relevant, church. But more important than being relevant to the world, we want to be relevant to Jesus. We believe God still speaks and His Word is still relevant to us. His message to the seven churches in Revelation has a historical context, but their lessons are eternal. So we're engaging with God through His Word and through prayer and saying, God, what is it that you want from our church? If we seek God's face, we know He's going to speak to us, and we will radiate with the glory of God. Radiate with the glory Join of us God. on this journey as our pastor, Justin Hibbard, leads us in building a church after God's own heart. God's own heart. God's own heart. New Hope Chapel is a ministry in Arnold, Maryland. You can find out more about our church at newhopechapel.org. Special thanks to the least of these for the music for this podcast.